0: Cheaper than rehab. Mimosas with friends.
1: <laughs> Target dollar section. Staying on the front porch with your best friend under blankets. <laughs> listening to this podcast? Cheaper, Cheaper than, than rehab. rehab. Well, hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Cheaper Than Rehab podcast. If you're listening. Yeah. If this even makes it to the internet. Right. <laughs> hey, before we get started, you got anything for us today? You know what? I do but i know you have something too. No,
0: you first.
1: Me first? Yeah. You first
0: and then we'll see if mine even if we even care. <laughs> no, no,
1: no. So i tell was Tell me about your story, tell me. Well, it's not really a story. Okay. I was I was inspired after Ooh. our last conversation when you said, "How do you watch so many shows and never finish them?" Oh. And you
0: s- do because you start movies and you won't finish them. You'll be like, "I started this movie,
1: And I got about a third of the way through. I've decided, just for you, I wrote a list of all the things (gasps) that I haven't finished that I started in the last 30 days. Last 30 days alone. This
0: is amazing.
1: (laughs) Are you ready? Okay, Okay. go. The Boys. You started The Boys? I haven't finished season two. I started it, haven't finished season two. What is that one? That is the one with the uh, superheroes that are... Oh yeah. Really villains. You lost me. Keep oh yeah, going. that's not that's not <laughs> your Raising Canaan. Any of the new power shows. I start. Okay. I started one episode of the one with Tommy. I started another one with uh, my favorite that nobody else likes, Tariq. But um I can't <clears throat> believe Tariq is your favorite. I don't know. <laughs> really? He's like legit your favorite? I do. I love him. Wow. I love him. I don't know if we can be friends anymore. <laughs> well I think it's I, I think he's not tough you know what it is with Tariq I think just my hatred for Ghost just knowing that he was the one that finally put me out of my misery I will you, forever you have be an grateful. allegiance to that oh spoiler alert oh yeah sorry <laughs>
0: if you haven't watched power yet uh we just ruined six years of television for you (laughs) at this point i think it's like if you haven't watched it at this point i don't know what to tell you right like at
1: what point do we have do we have like it's been five years there's no such thing as spoilers you just you're just lazy (laughs) you just have that on your list of things you haven't finished oh okay okay back to my list okay Serpent Queen, which is another thing that's not oh,
0: uh, okay. No, is that the whole Queen series that they do on Showtime? That's like Spanish Queen, no, okay. Never it might mind. be, I don't um, know, I
1: haven't seen any of the other ones, so okay. I don't know, but it may be. I don't know. Sandman, Umbrella Academy, The Peripheral, Deep Water, that movie with Ben Affleck, and, and it's De so Armas. good. Okay, keep going. I know, I know, I believe it. I just want to say that I haven't finished these things, not because they're terrible. They were all really good. That's why they're on the list, because I want to go back to them. But anyway, uh, the new Witcher prequel. Mm-hmm. uh, Game of Thrones. The new Game of Thrones season. I started. I'm on episode three. I have never watched Game of Thrones in my life. God. Confession. Oh, God. Okay, well, the, the, the last two, you'll probably... Vi- I haven't finished Married at First Sight. I haven't finished the most recent... Uh, 90 Day Fiance, and Blackish. I have been stuck on the last season of Blackish for years now. We weren't big Blackish fans. I love that show. You do? I do. I, I I'm a big Tracy Ellis Ross fan. Mm.
0: Yeah, she's pretty cool. Have you seen the movie with her and Dakota Johnson? I have. Where she's the, um, she's kind of the Diana Ross. Like her music is becoming irrelevant and... Dakota Johnson works for her and oh it's so good. Really? I don't know the name of it. It's so good.
1: Well I don't know if you if you noticed a theme. Yeah I noticed a theme. All of the shit I watch is sci-fi. Yeah I know.
0: So I'm starting to think that maybe you just don't really like sci-fi and you're trying to convince yourself that you do. Maybe you should try a rom-com.
1: Ew. Ew. <laughs> Ew. I'm a rom-com fan. You know why I hate rom-coms? Because to, of today's Magazine that we're gonna read. Oh, okay. Well, let's talk about that. That's a great segue. We're so glad you're
0: here. Today is a magazine read. Today is a
1: magazine read. Yeah, today's a magazine read. Today is a magazine read. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. Because I have Vogue. You have Vogue. I have Vogue. What do you have? I have Vogue with the December Vogue with Jennifer Lopez on the cover. And I have February Vanity Fair
0: vanity fair february (laughs) 2023 which is the month i turned 46 tiff when's your birthday again (laughs) and it's not because it's my birthday it's because it's my birthday you know what i mean i don't i'm one of those people i don't i have never loved celebrating my birthday oh me either never i'm not ever even as like A child like I I do not like I don't like the fufara and the I don't know I just I've never been a birthday person and as an adult I celebrate my birthday for my children so my children can see me light candles and right and so anyway
1: yeah no I'm with you
0: yeah and I think that this is a year for me because I'm on the uphill to 50 now
1: and that's like a whole thing well Jennifer Lopez in the December issue of Vogue. How old is J Lo? J Lo is 53. This bitch. (laughs) This bitch. That is literally.
0: Every (laughs) every sticky note that is on (laughs) J Lo (laughs) in Fallon's magazine says this bitch. So uh, Fallon and I (laughs) are friends, gals, pals, cousins. Um, And we have a lot of things that connect us. Very different life experiences, but we have a lot of things that connect us. And one of us is our mutual disdain for Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez. And so Fallon intentionally picked this magazine with her on the cover.
1: Describe the cover. Well. Please. We have have a, um, what do I call this? This this giant rose, whimsical. She's a. It's very like flowy and airy. And
0: to me, it's a it's a rose that you would see on a bottle of perfume.
1: Okay. But right on her tits. (laughs) Like just whoopah! Not two of them, just one. Whoopah! One. 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 Giant rose. Yeah. Well, she's hanging from a tree. Natural. Natural. I'm not a not an ounce of exertion (laughs) in her face. clearly uh clearly photoshopped armpits clearly there's no shading at all <laughs> <laughs> but yes we're... let me see let me see
0: right. is she even using her muscles no like is it even real
1: or is she just holding her hands up and then they put the tree in it well you you have to think right if you make it to 53 and you look like this chances are like you levitate <laughs> 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 because <laughs> It's like veal, right? We can't we can't risk the muscles getting too tough. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Veal. Great.
0: Now I'm veal. Now I'm a
1: cow. She's a heifer. The cheaper than rehab podcast is adamantly against bullying of all types, even celebrities. All
0: types, even celebrities. However, this is part of our rehab, right? It's like just talking to each other and telling each other how we really feel how we really feel we have decided that on this podcast that one of the things that we will never do is talk about things where we can't be real and we can't be transparent absolutely so if there's something that we feel we can't be real about or honest about then we um we're not going to talk about it we're just going to skip over that subject because of our convictions or whatever that is but uh we feel like we can talk about jlo because she'll probably never hear this and You know,
1: never. She's too busy rehearsing for her Whitney Houston tribute. (laughs)
0: Jesus help us! I am reading Vanity Fair February 2023 with Priyanka on the cover. Oh, yeah, little cougar, yeah, cradle, (laughs) little little cradle cradle robber, robber. and she has on kind of like this twenties
1: flapper dress,
0: flapper dress, yeah, which is interesting. Oh. which brings up, like, all the things that are coming back in style.
1: All the things that are coming back in style, like... Stirrup uh, pants. Do you feel... This is, like, the fourth time you've talked to me about stirrup pants. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, like, is there a trauma associated with this memory? <laughs> I think it's just because it was at a very formative
0: time of <laughs> <in> my life that <laughs> <and> stirrup <laughs> pants were out. And I'm very long waisted, and I can't wear stuff like that. And I could never be the cool kid. It's like bodysuits, even now that they're coming back, love them, own them,
1: wear them. But I am so long waisted. That's exactly why bodysuits are made for us. I know, but. We have, like amazing long torsos. But they're not comfortable. Girl. Maybe I'm buying the wrong ones. You are buying the wrong ones. You got me, girl. I got you. true story true story if i'm going out and it's the summertime especially it's going to be a sundress or it's going to be a Mm bodysuit yeah i have it's the it's the closest i can get to being naked in public
0: yeah i got the tank top body i had tank top body suits for the summer loved them loved them right Mm -hmm. amazing i don't know why they ever went out well maybe they'll come back They are (laughs) stirrup (laughs) pants and scrunchies you know what's not going to come back and i did post this on my facebook High heels are not coming back. Girl. I mm, you can Talk about your struggle, girl. I mean,
1: I'm not going to say it like that because I know you're not my monkey. But <laughs> <laughs> talk about your struggle. Let me Let me tell you about my struggle. <laughs> so we have a tradition that we've started in the last few years where every December we go out as a group to our local comedy club. And we just kind of make a night of it yeah. around my cousin Michael's birthday, Tiffany's husband and this time i decided that i was going to wear heels i went out and purchased a pair of heels i haven't bought heels in i don't know was the last time i had a job like a like a real job like a real job that you weren't wearing like fatigues right Mm -hmm. so uh 2017 was the last pair of heels i bought my feet are definitely bigger now i don't know how i kept growing anyway they do that they do is Mm -hmm. that it's gravity. Is it because I'm turning 36 next month? <laughs> or the month after? Uh-huh. <laughs> See, now we're going to talk about her birthday. It's okay to talk about
0: her birthday, but it's not okay to talk about my birthday.
1: <laughs> but yeah, after a night, oh God, that was loud. After a night of wearing heels after the first time in what, six years, five years, I wanted to kill myself. Mm-hmm. It was excruciating. And the amount of things that I had to do just to make them wearable, like taping two of my toes together. <laughs> I would have paid to watch that.
0: Putting. P- hey, Billy. Pudding. Hey, Billy. It's Fallon's husband. Hey, Billy, can you
1: hold my foot so I can tape my toes together? Yeah, baby, that's the sexiest thing I've ever seen. Oh, no. You should be there when he has to snap my bodysuits. <laughs> my bodysuits? I'll stay in the bathroom. Just squat. Get under there, buddy, and snap it. Why don't you snap it and then put it on? Because normally my like bodysuits are like like turtlenecks. And like those really tight. Uh, where you have to put them over your head. You can't right. step into them. Gotcha, gotcha. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah. heels. Yeah. Yeah. Taping toes together. Putting putting sanitary napkins. In, right? <laughs> <laughs> Except for extra cut- cushion. I put boob tape around my ankles so that they. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you all this though. Bitch looked good. Fire. <laughs> she was wearing a bodysuit. Incidentally. And Billy snapped it. With her taped toes, (laughs) I was I was a vision of beauty in the bathroom with my taped toes (laughs) and my panty liners on my feet. "Mm, Baby squatting in the bathroom,
0: (laughs) but you had a Gucci belt on, so it was fine.
1: Yeah. yeah. what can i say (laughs) you gotta bounce it out with accessories i'm a woman of
0: priorities i cannot remember the last time that i wore high heels like legit well no i take that back because i had three girls get married last year yes so i did wear heels but it was for a very very short period of time and like i hated purchasing the one pair because i knew i would only wear them for like an hour and i would
1: never wear them again we Next show, we should just wear heels.
0: Let's do it. And record like, in heels. Like sweats. Sweats and heels. And heels. Yeah. And I'm going to take my, my friend, shit together, too. My friend Ivy and I. So Zach's, Zach is my youngest. His one, of his lifelong best friend, Alex. her mom, His mom, Ivy, we used to live across the street from each other. Mm-hmm. And we did that one night. She came over one night. She's like, what should I wear? I'm like, pajamas, girl. But I'm going to be in heels. And I literally wear pajamas and a pair of high heels. I love it. I, I think that it. should be like... What you, like, I don't think, if you're going to make an effort on the feet,
1: do you have to make an effort every place else? That's a good question. Yeah. It's like, you know, when you're putting on makeup, if you have a really bold lip, do you really need a smoky eye? No, you don't. You do like, <laughs> pajama pants? Mm-hmm. Costco pants? Girl.
0: I make Costco look good. World.
1: <laughs> Tiffany is wearing Costco couture and fucking killing it. Yes. Killing it. She looks and like read, shmoney. She looks like casual shmoney. All she needs is a casual tiara to throw on. Wait, what? <gasps> a casual
0: tiara right here? Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Okay. Do it.
1: <laughs> I got this, bitches. Oh, well, hey,
0: oh, I can't do it with my <laughs> 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 The The queen. God rest the dead god bless the dead
1: uh-huh sure
0: rest in peace
1: she uh, wore casual tiaras she did she, she did this is this is an outfit where she'd have a, a tiara on yeah a casual one will. okay so you have vanity fair with uh, Creator Robert and anything else
0: no not that i know but i want you to know that if she would not have married who she married i don't know if i would have ever known who she was Did you know her as an actress prior to her marrying a Jonas? She married a Jonas brother, right? She did. No,
1: I didn't know who she was. I didn't either. Um,
0: I had to read the article
1: to find out that she was an actress. I had no idea. I've never seen a show or a movie that she's in. I hate everyone. I'm going to put my phone on silent now. Boom. 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 Um, no, I've never seen anything that she's done at all. But there is a very strong community out there with lots of evidence that say he, Jonas, Nick Jonas, I think is her husband, and what's her name? Priyanka. Priyanka are a um, PR couple. Oh, are they? Yeah. Yeah. Everything down to like the wedding, the extreme like they had a week long wedding in India. Then they had another wedding. Then they're just very um, two story photo friendly, two storybook perfect. Yeah, and it's just like you know they're always at the right place at the right time. And it's like this this chick on TikTok, I'll I will I will tag her when I find the video. But she was just saying how like there's a very specific paparazzi photographer and company and if you see them then you know the celebrities called the paparazzi themselves and it wasn't like oh. what, yeah and so they're one of those people hmm. that always has that particular photographer gotcha. so so i had i read
0: this book one time it was called generation IY, and it was about the generation of kids that are growing up
1: wait pause can i fix your hair please look at it do i have oh is it <laughs> you see the mirror
0: that's that's tiara <laughs>
1: It's tiara hair. It is tiara hair. We should glue these onto our headphones. Oh like just spread them out and glue them on. <laughs> just cut the edges off. How am I doing? Much better. Fix. It has a lot lot of salt spray. Okay. Texture, texture. You have tons of it. Tons. Looks good.
0: Okay. Better, better. Okay. Much better. Thank you. You always have my back. 24
1: Queens, we adjust each other's tiaras and we don't have to tell the world, right? That's Isn't right. that the
0: little t-shirt that everybody's wearing now?
1: Yeah, but I mean, you guys are technically the world. But if you guys weren't here, I would have done that shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I was reading this
0: book years and years ago. It's probably been 10 years ago now. It's a great book. It's called Generation IY. I don't remember the name. I think it's Elmore is his last name. But he's talking about the generation of, of technology, these technology kids, but, and all the problems that follows Mm -hmm. but he opens it with like this idea that someday there is a possibility that we will just have marital contracts short-term marital contracts that say for the next five years while we are building our businesses we will be in relationship with each other We will be married for the next five years because that's what serves our purpose and that that is a real possibility for not just the celebrities anymore, but that's going to actually be something that happens potentially to our children, especially in a
1: world where influencers are gaining influence, so to speak. So not only is this timely, but it's really creepy because my husband and I just had this conversation two days ago. Because I even told him, I was like, yo, we might need to sit down and really write out things because I'm definitely the type of person I don't I need zero ambiguity. I like things knowing that there's a time and a place and this is what's expected of me and and what to expect from you. I'm very much like that. And I vote that this be a topic of a show one day because there's so much here. But the way we got on it, as I was watching this woman, um on TikTok who has a full-time nanny 40 hours a week, but she's a stay-at-home mom. And she was, you know, she kind of started the video like, I know a lot of people are like, why do you have a nanny if you're a stay-at-home mom? And she's like, because my husband and I have a marriage contract. And when we when we started, we agreed because he has a business startup that his sole job would be to bring money into this house and work his startup he works like 80 hours a week so she does everything else she literally everything else literally yeah. everything else so she's like yeah i have a nanny but i'm also like she has project manager software on her computer where she's running uh she's running the the family's airbnb she is oh, so co- she has like a side hustle right like yeah. she's coordinating doctor's appointments. Right. she's coordinating with contractors at the house daycares or not daycares uh, like uh what do you call it um uh, pediatricians and right, stuff right. Like that. so like anyway and i just thought it was such an interesting idea because more often than not i met with a lot of women that have very very conflicted views on being stay-at-home moms and stuff like that mm-hmm. but the idea of it being a contract right and i am literally performing a job that you know what i mean like I don't know if having the clear expectations up front makes a difference because then there's nothing left to your imagination, right? There's right. No, it's not like, God, what else could I be doing out there? No, like I'm here to, to serve a purpose. It will have an end time limit and then I'll move on to the next job just like anything else.
0: Right. And I think too, a bigger, like a bigger subject matter within that is like, what is marriage? And like, what? who taught us what marriage is like Michael and I actually had a sit, had to sit down and have that conversation one day. And I asked him, I'm like, who taught you what marriage is? Because I can tell you what I learned from marriage and what the movies taught me in marriage. And I'm sorry, but Disney has a lot of influence over what relationships are and what they should be and what they look like. And, that is taught to us at such a formative age that we have no idea what we're doing when we're going into marriage mm-hmm. you know and so i think um i think that that is a great segue to talking about this
1: bitch oh, <laughs> oh. keep talking oh okay i'll keep talking yeah keep talking so um <clears throat> I know she has a name, Jennifer. I don't wanna keep calling her that bitch. I mean, she is that bitch, but she's also this bitch for me, right? You know. <laughs> you okay there, I'm Tiff? Good, I'm good. <laughs> the camera stopped, so Tiffany's gonna go troubleshoot real quick. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I think of you actually being a fan of rom-coms. We were really misled about, but then part of me wonders. Does it do us a disservice to be taught anything about marriage? Like marriage is one of, to me, marriage is. That's what that's what Carrie Bradshaw says. Oh,
0: that God. I can do whatever I want to with my marriage.
1: She's not wrong. She's not. I can write my own story. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. And I, I, I just a marriage is like a living, breathing organism, right? Like it is. It's a living, breathing organism. And there's no book. There's no right way. You want me to pause, honey? No, you good. You sure? Yeah. There you go. I got you, boo. Go ahead. <laughs> but there's no right way or wrong way to do it. Like I know, like Will Smith and Jada get a lot of shit because they have an unconventional marriage. But the reality is, it's you know, we're going on twenty years and they're still trucking. You know, it might not be the marriage for me, but it works for them, right? And there's so okay. yeah, <laughs> okay. But le- but let me say this, right, mm-hmm. as a formal counselor.
0: Um, let me say this, though. There's a difference between what works for me and, like, what's toxic. Right. Right. And, yeah. of course, we don't know everything, right? We don't know what's – we right. know what the media shows us. But I think that that's very important to talk about. And I think that in talking about J-Lo, who's been married, what, four times now? hmm This is her fourth marriage? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's no shame in that, right? Right. Because who knows what the circumstances are behind every relationship, whatever, but – the question that i ask if jlo is sitting in front of me right now Mm -hmm. my question to her would be like what is marriage to you what is marriage
1: does she have an answer let's see (gasps) let's go let's go to the article because literally the article is titled love is in the air jennifer lopez's new life so if she's not talking about what marriage is to her they have certainly missed the mark.
0: But why does Hollywood keep casting her as like this young person who is finding love? I think her last movie was about her finding love. But I guess you can find love at fifty. Like, but I don't know.
1: I'm uh, talking circles. I'll be quiet. No, no, you're <laughs> no, you're fine. No, the reason why they keep casting her is because she. Told cuz you don't. <laughs> that's it. So, I
0: have this idea. Like, do you have a script that like like I would fall in love and then he would like I don't know, like his mother wouldn't like me or something and then TJ,
1: <laughs> if you have enough money, you just, what you do is you just find a writer to write a movie. based around i need you to write a movie Base it around me 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 young make me like this sassy sassy city girl who's just career minded who falls in love with a lovable oaf at the hot dog stand and then they go through and then she has a crazy mother-in-law and then there's a chase secret sequence and (laughs) then i cry at the end yeah yeah
0: that's true if you have enough money and then
1: and then you have you have producer friends yeah, like, she's been in the industry two decades. Yeah. She keeps having these movies made because the somebody. same movie. Somebody wants to see her in these roles. Look, the how same many same to- movie. How many times do
0: I have to watch Ryan Reynolds be Ryan Reynolds in a movie? She says, I want to wear a wedding dress outside. And I want to wear one in the movies. And I want to wear one. <gasps> Maybe it's about the dress.
1: Maybe she's just addicted to wearing wedding dresses. Maybe. We haven't even talked about we that. We haven't even explored that. whoa. Like what if she's got like some weird wedding dress fetish? <laughs> and that's the reason why we keep getting these shitty movies and starting we starting rumors. And we keep having <laughs> to see Vogue magazines with pictures of because her weddings. Because
0: really if that dress on the cover wasn't red and it was white, it could be a wedding
1: dress. It really could. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And I mean, I'm going, no, okay, let me go okay, that. Okay, so, so, okay, back to, okay, so the first question I would ask her is, what is marriage to you? Now that you're on your fourth one, let's define it. Because at this point, you've had, you've done four, mm-hmm. you've been divorced four, which is heartbreaking. I'm a divorcee, divorcee, mm-hmm. divorced, divorcee. divorcee, divorced mm-hmm. person, mm-hmm. and so... Divorce is heartbreaking. It's not something that's done easily. There's a lot of trauma in it. And I understand that. So you should learn something from your trauma. So at this point of her life, on her fourth marriage, with the man that she's already been with, she should have an understanding of what marriage is. My second question to her is, who the fuck told you that you had the audacity to sing Whitney? And the third thing is, is what made your publicist say... That J. Lo's vocal range is similar to that of Whitney. So she's the perfect fit. Tiffany,
1: (laughs) the answer to all your questions is she told him to. (laughs) That's it. That's it. You're thinking of Jennifer Lopez. You're not thinking of the Jennifer Lopez machine. Machine. You don't get to be almost half a billion dollars. But do people love her that much? Do we have to love her that much? She's just... I'll show you. Okay, Okay, so... Show me, show me. In the same magazine, in this December Vogue, I made a note on a very interesting article. So, um, one of the articles in the magazine is a political reporter who became somewhat despondent after the last election because she was just like, oh my gosh, like here I am doing hard-hitting investigative journalism and clearly none of my... Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't persuade, like nobody cared what I wrote. It was uh, the finish line is what the article is called. Okay. Um, And pretty much she was like, you know, like did nobody care? Was all of this for nothing? And to you, ma'am, I say the answer is you're correct. No one cares. Yeah. No one cares. No one cares that you did all of this investigative journalism because we are living in the age where everybody has their guy. It doesn't matter what their guy does. That's my boy. That's my boy. Yeah. That's my boy. I don't I don't know if it'll ever make it to the airwaves. But in a previously recorded podcast, Tiff and I talked about um, whether or not cancel culture, Mm. the pendulum was going to swing in the opposite direction and then people would become um, shame proof. Yes. It's going to get to the... And I think this is probably the, the lead up to that. Now it's like, okay, cancel culture sucks. I'm not going to let you cancel people I really like, regardless of what information you present to me. Because right. I'm tired of you guys telling me who I can like and who I can't like. Right? And then it'll... Not that those are my sentiments. I'm just saying. Just yeah. illustrating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think... These are all the thoughts, right? All the thought processes that people are having, right? That
0: you... I'm not your monkey. You can't tell me what to do anymore. I am. I have more information thrown at me. I can make my own decisions, even though I'm not considering any of the information. Right. Right. And it's it's easier to stand on my soap back soapbox and say I'm going to die for country, or die for my belief, than
1: or die, if, for die for Jennifer Lopez. Die for Jennifer. Or Kanye. Kanye. Yeezys. <laughs> Who's wearing Yeezys? Who? Not me. No. <laughs> not me. <laughs> Absolutely not! <laughs> Threw those bitches away. Quick, burned them. Gone. Don't okay, care how much money I spent on them. All seven pair. <laughs> they were gifts. <laughs> they were gifted to me. I never inhaled. <laughs> but no, I
0: no. But but it's that whole idea, right? That whole idea that um, for the sake of pride, for the sake of my pride. Mm-hmm. You like I've gotten to a place too where I you can't even have real conversations with people because you can't nobody's open minded to actually hear what you have to say. I'm just going to have this conversation with you so I can tell you my point and then we can move on you right. know nobody actually wants to learn from each other right and that's kind of like this space i think that
1: we're entering or in. or listening long enough just to talk right back, you know what i mean right right just listening long enough so i can have my turn to talk right? Yeah. like michael and i have a list of things that we will
0: only talk about with one another mm-hmm. like he, he is my only person i will talk to about this 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 and this yeah,
1: absolutely because
0: um it's it's too de- everything is too divisive everything is so divisive these days uh,
1: absolutely including
0: jlo there are people who are listening to this podcast right now who will
1: never listen again who will
0: never listen again who are totally pissed at us who think jlo is amazing who she's jenny from the block and she came from she started at the bottom now she's here like this whole, i have a, i have children who are like love drake so oh, you'll God. hear a lot of drake qu- quotes Okay, They want them on their birthday cakes.
1: But I think I think you're on to something, right? right? I think with Jennifer Lopez, tying it all in, bringing it full circle, sure, is I think for some people, she's just their guy. Yeah. It doesn't matter what content she's putting out. It doesn't matter what movies she's yeah. got going on. It doesn't matter if she botches this Whitney Houston thing. It doesn't matter if her halftime show was less than entertaining. Less. It is, she's their guy. She's their person. She, yeah. you know, so, hey. yeah. Power to you, more power to you. I mean, if that's who you, that's who you love. You love who you love. I guess. Listen. I just,
0: I, I think for her, I think her, the rub for her, the rub, for me, about her, did I get that right? You got it. <laughs> um, is I don't think that she's authentic. Oh
1: my gosh, we're so simpatico. Huh? I don't. I think. I
0: think that's what it is about her. I don't think she's authentic at all. Um, like who like
1: Meryl Streep to me is authentic so (laughs) Um, a friend of mine actually went to an award show where um, they had the pleasure of watching Meryl Streep accept an award yeah and all I could tell you he was like Man, I'm so glad that show was pre-recorded. That lady curses a lot. <laughs> She's her authentic self. I love it. I love her. She's just, you
0: know what I mm-hmm. mean. Like, not everybody can be a Meryl Streep. I think, and I think if we look at the classic actresses, right, that we've all known and loved, or even at even at, at their peak in their light of their their careers. Even if they weren't fully loved, they're loved even deeper now because we know their stories, right? Like Marilyn Monroe, right? She was the blonde bombshell who, you know, whatever. She had this tragic life. But I think when her tragic life came out is when we all started to really appreciate what she was going through when she was filming. And so we appreciate that art on a different level. And so it's the authenticity, right? right? That we are starting to be, which is so... Diabolically, diabolically opposite of what we just said, right? So, what the flip is happening <laughs> in our world? What is happening, Fallon? I have no idea, girl. Oh my gosh, earth pour is me ghetto. A glass
1: of wine, earth is ghetto. Good, I've said it before, I've said it again. I don't get it, I don't get it, but. When you said that you didn't think that she was real, I laughed because one of the sticky notes that I put in the magazine for today was, you guys won't be able to see this, but Tiff can Have you noticed they're not Photoshopping out her wrinkles? Like in a lot of these pictures, And I mean, it's not like she's not wrinkly by any stretch of the imagination. No, because money. But typically a photo of Jennifer has smile lines faded, smudged, crow's feet smudged. Let me see this. And for the first time, I'm actually able to sort of see the age on her face. Yeah.
0: But but part of that too, though, is because plastic surgery only works so much.
1: (laughs) And then it starts working against you. Yeah. You know? So you think she is authentic? No, 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 no. I was saying that. It's surprising. Despite the fact that she's probably one of my least favorite celebrities. I really kind of like the pictures in this article because for the, for the, this is my first time being able to, even her Instagram is, you know, Photoshopped. So it's nice to see some smile lines. That is the depth of realness that I've ever gotten from Jennifer Lopez. Minus this quote. You want to hear this? Oh, no, please don't. I, I started reading the article and I kept getting irritated. Please I, read it, though. Go ahead. I
0: just feel like it's romantic, she says, about adopting her husband's surname. It still carries tradition and romance to me. And maybe I'm just that kind of girl. So, <laughs> without being judgy, because again, I'm a divorced woman,
1: mm-hmm.
0: tradition and romance,
1: I don't know. Well, maybe she is a romantic. Maybe that's her problem. Maybe that is. And when maybe the, when the, that's business, her, when the maybe business aspect that's, of marriage comes up, she's completely that's disenchanted. That seven-year itch that, and it's real. I saw a clip of Viola Davis today saying... Marriage doesn't start until the first time you look over at him and you're like, I want to kill that motherfucker. (laughs) That's when you're, that's when you're, because that's when it's hard work. I, I can't look at her anymore. Here. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. You (laughs) haven't even opened your magazine? You picked your
0: magazine. I know, but, but I have, I mean, no, I haven't. You're right. Um, You're right. I'm um, um, Michael and I'll be married 20 years this year.
1: Damn, 20 years. Um, Tell him I want a new ring. <laughs> um, <laughs> is that what you're rocking with, Tiff? <laughs> How should I? So, uh, <laughs> last year, uh, for the same Christmas tradition that I spoke of previously, Tiffany, <laughs> we're all dressed up, and uh, our other friend, Mouse said something about Tiffany's... What did she say? She said that I was like... She's like, she's like, why are you bringing luggage? (laughs) I hate her so much. I love you, Mal, so much. Yes. (laughs) Hi, Mal. (laughs) But after, after Mal said that, Tiffany told Michael... No, Michael yeah, I did tell him. Yes, you yeah. did. She told like, Michael.
0: I was like, the girls were making fun of my purse last
1: night. And uh what? In the this? next in the following twelve months. In the following twelve months. I got four How hundred? many new purses did you get? <laughs> four new coach purses. That's right. You ain't taking luggage around no more. No baby. Uh uh-uh. uh. I got
0: the snap back and the fling back and the backpack <laughs> and the tote bag
1: and <laughs> fanny pack and the fanny. diaper bag dress it up dressing you're good down. to go
0: that's right so this year i was like hey girls make make fun of something so i can get some new shit this year
1: i kept. So, what do you want me to make fun of what i, I know of?
0: i told you you got to start dropping the hints well tiff don't you think you need a new ring
1: right oh god tiff like who doesn't go to the va- to vacation in the bahamas every <laughs> summer <laughs> what who kind of loser it? are you <laughs> You know, for your twentieth anniversary, this is what you're supposed to do. Oh God, this is what you're supposed to do. <clears throat> what you got going on over hey, there? Hey,
0: what um, what perfume do you wear?
1: I just signed up for uh, Scentbird.
0: Oh, nice. I
1: did, and I love it. Yeah. So, um, I love Scentbird too. You do? Oh yeah. You yeah yeah yeah. You did tell me that you yeah. were. What are you wearing right now? Um, I am wearing a
0: body spray from Target. Nice. That that fresh one or that one that's like super
1: popular soap and glory
0: no no no. it's like starts with an f it's like fresh a or fresh or something like that okay they have all these there's like six cents but they're always sold out because somebody on tiktok said they were amazing they're amazing and they're amazing are they they're amazing okay yeah because they're fresh and they're not and they're actually they're pretty unisex you know so they're not too girly and too frilly mm-hmm. um like the body spray you can use it in your hair you can lose it on use it on your body nice target sponsor us <laughs> fresh sponsor us if that's your name <laughs> whatever <laughs> whoever you are <laughs> send us body spray um but you can also like it can be a linen spray like you can put it on your sure. sh- yeah it's super cool and then the, but then they also have the concentrated perfumes and they have all of the like the whole line or whatever
1: So how were you able to get it if it's always sold out? Did you go on a, like, early in the morning?
0: I It was just, like, one of those, like, random targets I popped into, and they had one scent, one smell left. And and I purchased it right before Christmas. Good. So, but I check literally every target. Every time I do a target run, I check to see if they have it. What's your scent profile? I am a, um, I really like fresh smells. (gasps) Me too. Yeah, I like fresh. I don't like anything too floral. I don't like anything too musky.
1: Okay. I don't. So the one I'm wearing now, I just got from Simbert, and I don't like it. It's a little too musky for me, too Mm. much amber. Mm, Yeah, yeah. I don't like that, because it reminds me of high school, wearing the Victoria's Secret body sprays. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Love Spell and Amber Romance. (laughs) let me tell you. Uh,
0: you. Okay, so that's where you're going to that's where you see this age difference, right? Because for you it was like the Victoria's pink, right? Victoria's Secret pink. Mm. Right? That's even a little young for me. Pink wasn't a thing until like college. Really? Mhm. So, I was of the Bath and Body Works when they came out with like Country Apple and <laughs> So, Bath and Body Works Teach Peach was Romance like, I remember. and yeah. Oh, and they had that that
1: what is it? The gingham Yes. yes the gingham
0: label uh-huh i remember that yeah remember yeah it. so i'm of that was like the big thing everybody had all of the stuff from bath and body
1: works and can i tell you please another way i'm gonna reveal my age i don't like lush shut up really I don't it's i don't like i don't i don't like it i don't know i haven't found a fragrance in there that i like i think it's overpriced i think I think okay. it's one of those things that you just spend extra money on just to be like, I can buy $8 bars of soap.
0: So from Lush, the things that I do love mm-hmm. are they have a texturizing spray. <laughs> I am addicted to texturizing spray. You got all that texture going on. I do. And so, well, part of it is I I, I discovered it when my hair was really long and I went to like the beachy waves. Right. So theirs is to where it doesn't make your hair feel salty. Right. Right. It's hella expensive, but it's great. And they have shower bombs instead of bath bombs. To make your shower all like to make minty. You can like and they have, you know, there's a few scents that I do like that are like the fresh morning scents. Like aromatherapy type. Yes, bombs. that you like put in the shower and it bubbles and then you just let it fall all over you. recommend a shower bomb. sounds Mm -hmm.
1: luxurious. Yes.
0: I'm not a big bath person. I can take them here and there. I don't have a bathtub
1: anymore, so I don't take baths. I I want you to know hmm. that you are the person I text the most in the bathtub. I know.
0: Aw. I do. For real? So when you're naked and just done with the world.
1: Yeah. Yeah. When I'm done with the world and I'm
0: done with reality. You're like, let me get in this hot, soapy, dirty water and
1: and bathe call in my tic. own essence <laughs> call tj call tj send her pictures of my toes sticking out of the tub because i'm ten, and the bathtub is clearly meant somebody who's 4 6 children children my 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 six-year-old isn't even 4 6 at this point you don't have a bathtub in your shower either do you no i don't yeah i don't i want to put one in there yeah but Y'all need to subscribe to my podcast so I can afford to do that. <laughs> we'll invite you
0: over so you can see it. Well, we'll show you pictures. There you go. So yeah, I um yeah, so I saw this Chanel ad because I used to, I used to wear Chanel Chance. You did the pink one, yeah. I like the pink one, um,
1: and I probably would still wear it. Would you? I think some of the oldies are like they need to be brought back, like yeah. Clinique Happy. Girl, we ain't bringing that back. You like that uh, in high school? I want to smell it again. Just, I'm so connected to smells and memories. <sighs> Me too. So one time I went to the mall. Okay. My grandmother used to wear
0: Estee Lauder. Um, I don't remember the name of it, but it was like a crystal, and it had like a little gold bow in the middle. And she used to wear that. And she used to wear the powder. She'd put the powder on when she got out of the shower. And then she had the spray. So one time I went to the mall and I, because I wanted to feel connected to my grandmother, who I loved dearly,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I went and sprayed it. That shit was nasty.
1: Nasty.
0: Nasty.
1: My mom wore Bill Blass <laughs> growing up. Did I just throw you back? You did, girl. My mom wore Bill Blass. And my dad texted me the other day. He's like, what's that perfume? I'll never forget Bill Blass. Bill Blastad.
0: Wow. Yeah. That, that just transported me. Damn. Transported me. You
1: want to talk about to a time. Amber and Musky and yes. just heavy, heavy sense. Yes. And then like you
0: said that, and then I saw all these Jordache commercials go through my head. <laughs>
1: you know what? I think a segment for the future, Yeah, I want to impress you. It's my party trick. Uh-oh. In the future, you should... Present age appropriate shows and I will show you that I have a database of all sitcom shows I can sing pretty much any theme song yeah but that's like your part it is your party can you give me the other magazine that
0: actually has my notes in it that's not it where is it um, but that is your thing like you have this impressive <laughs> musical <laughs> ability so okay so I'm clearly white Fenn's and mixed, w- whitish. <laughs> She's whitish, beige. She's sugar cookie right now. <laughs> it's, but,
1: it's it's the winter, but she will be, she will be uh, a a toasted honey complexion a, a, by June. Almond, toasted honey, almond. Oh, almond. Oh, we're we that's ambitious. <laughs> Gorgeous,
0: right? <laughs> I wish two days in the sun. This bitch is glowing. After and, I dry
1: peel because <laughs> <laughs> I am half white.
0: But when I said that, it reminded me of Trading Places. Did you ever see that movie with Eddie Murphy? Randall!
1: (laughs) But he's talking, they're talking about Eddie Murphy, and they're
0: like, ooh, they're very musical people. (laughs) And they're trying to get him into the limo and they open this bottle and they're like, We got whiskey. Man, I miss old Eddie Murphy. I don't like child-friendly Eddie Murphy. I don't you know, after I don't, he started doing children's movies and stuff, did not care for him. But man, old school, raw and delirious and Eddie Murphy in yeah. a red leather
1: suit. Oh yeah. I'm here for it. Oh yeah. Billy because and I whiskey? Billy and I still tell jokes from Raw. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I, especially him being Jamaican. a <laughs> oh. long face. <laughs>
0: him being her husband is (laughs) full-blooded six foot five jamaican
1: (laughs) that man is fine y'all y'all gonna hear me say some dumb shit over the course of this podcast but just know if it sounds dumb it's because he fine as hell that man fine i love you i love you billy thank you
0: (laughs) so yeah he um so you're a very musical (laughs) beauty
1: You and Michael remember music. She said it, y'all. I didn't. She, she immediately threw her black husband, my cousin, in there. We are a musical people. You <laughs> The two of you, you
0: guys know songs and years. years of recordings. And you play one note of a song and you're like, oh, yeah, that was Marvin Gaye, circa 1950, <laughs> 70, whatever year he was. Like... Like, you guys know, like, so it doesn't surprise me that you
1: know the jingles of everything. <laughs> every commercial, every Does show. Does music
0: constantly play in your
1: head? <laughs> all the time. All the time. There's always yeah. a song. What will surprise you is half the time there's songs I made up. Oh, that doesn't surprise <laughs> me at all. Like, especially if it's a day where, like, the kids are getting I'm like, oh, fuck these kids. Gonna, fuck them up. <laughs> gonna pick these shoes up and put them in the closet. Like, that's how yeah. all my... <laughs>
0: Just seeing your way through. Like, you're a Mary Poppins, but in a different
1: way. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm the public school version of Mary Poppins. (laughs) The South St. Pete version of Mary Poppins. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Okay, comfortably sitting at 56 minutes. Skechers. Love them or hate them? I, I mean... I love them for my kids. And they're light-up shoes?
0: When they were two. Ooh. They're really trying to bring them back. That's why I'm asking, because there are sketcher ads everywhere in every magazine. They're really trying to be relevant. Like, look at this. They're really... They have kind of like a a casual Nike style look to them. (laughs) Like the style, right? But then... (laughs) (laughs) okay so we're gonna go with hate it hate it we yeah. hate it
1: do you remember uh, do you fit remember? flops huh fit flops what are fit flops girl you don't remember like i don't know maybe a decade ago when everybody had those flip flops that they could wear and it would help them get in shape and they were like <gasps> super thick yes! and they had like a little rocker yes! on the front yes my mother-in-law had like five pairs they uh sketcher had a whole line of them right that's that's what made me think
0: yeah. of them what do you mean? fuck these kids fuck, fuck these kids money they need money what, what else you got in that magazine of yours mm-hmm. money 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 money,
1: money, <sighs> money 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 oh okay so f- first of all it's vogue so like the first 40 pages are all ads but the first ad is a louis vuitton ad okay and um oh girl's wearing like a faded ball cap with kind of like a windbreaker kind of members only vibe right like some baggy jeans no belt t-shirt choker just very casual while holding a four thousand dollar purse here's my question louis fendi prada chanel Mew Mew, all of you. Why do you keep trying to cosplay as common people? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Like, I mean, she's wearing pretty much what I'm wearing right now. Like, right? Like, you know, I could see her in H-E-B, except it's like the $4,000 purse. So I don't understand what you get off of cosplaying. Dior? Dior? Dior didn't. Dior said, you poor Dior. Yeah, <laughs> you can't. You can't be us. Wait, where, where's the camera? There. We- yeah, you can't be us. You bitches can never.
0: Yeah, you can't be us. Well, so here, so I actually had that tagged in my magazine as well. Seriously, because Simpatico. I want to know why are we trying to make luxury brands everyday brands? Like I get like I like that is a marketing campaign trying to do that. But why are we as people trying to do that? Like why why do we feel like carrying a four thousand dollar purse makes us luxury if we're wearing two dollar Walmart flip flops? You
1: know what, though? I think I think this goes back to our first podcast that may or may not ever see light in the Queen's casual tiara. Yeah. Or tiara. Yeah. It's everyday it is a little bit of luxury in everyday that reminds me <laughs> that I am you know I am I guess luxurious I am fashionable I am I guess maybe I don't know or is it like a status thing like with the with the queen's crown like i just need you to know who i am right so even when i'm in sweats you realize right and so what we're referring
0: the- to I actually have a clip we're going to put it on our social media if you haven't seen it but basically the queen before she passed away goes to this photo shoot and the photographer annie lebowitz asks her to remove her crown because it wasn't in her vision for the queen to be wearing a crown and she said i thought that we would be more casual, she, that we would be less fussy or something or less something it was mm-hmm. it wasn't the word casual but it was you know mm-hmm. referring to something like that and she says what do you think this th-? the, the queen just replied like what do you think this is right like this is my <laughs> casual tiara <laughs> like okay first of all i think we talked about in that podcast like who would ask the queen to take off her tiara who who who, who would have the audacity any lebowitz i am i'm a photographer i would not ask the queen to take off I don't even care if I was Annie Leibovitz, the photographer. I I would not ask that, like, there are certain things that, and I would ask it, I would say, would you like to continue wearing your tiara? Like, what would you like to do? You know, even though I have a vision for this, you are the queen. You are. Of an entire country. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that, you know, so, so... Fallon and I are really into the casual tiara. (laughs) That's like our vibe. It's (laughs) our whole inside joke. Well, and it's our whole vibe. Like we Uh, aspire to be,
1: what did you say? Coco Chanel from Target? What did you say? Oh, yeah. Where where Chanel meets, like, it's like, yeah, we get our our Chanel Chanel from from Target. Target, yeah. Yeah. We
0: get our Chanel from Target, right? We get our, you know, we wear casual tiaras. Like, it's like this whole vibe that we aspire to be. But I think that there's... Something to say Mm -hmm. about spending $5,000 to feel luxurious. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. What does that say about us as a people? What does that say about women? What does that say about what we choose to invest in for ourselves? And I'm not knocking it. Yeah, I'm not knocking it at all. I I personally would not. Right. I mean, that's just not. Um, I could not spend that much money on a purse. Right. I just couldn't do it. It's just not who I am.
1: I can't. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Let me rephrase that. I would. Not that I can.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, I would. But yeah. I would.
0: <laughs> I have, and I will. <laughs>
1: um, I think. I think it's. I think we all know why people do that. And even if I'm being vulnerable. I don't. Tell me why. I think it's a status thing. I think people want you to know. Like, hey, look. But if everybody's carrying one, it's not status anymore. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm so glad you said that. Remind me about Ralph Lauren because I had an idea about that. But um, if everybody's doing it, then, yeah. But that's the problem that, that designers like Louis Vuitton are having. Everybody's trying not to go down that road where high end becomes like Michael Kors, like Ralph Lauren. Yeah. Michael Kors too. And Michael Kors. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. That was, I was trying to think of the name. Right. Yeah. Between Michael Kors and Ralph Lauren. You know, what they I mean? became
0: household everyday names. Now all of their stuff is at Marshalls and TJ Maxx, and you can buy Michael Kors flip flops where they used to be four hundred dollars. Which I'm sure there's some versions of that out there, but right. you can get them for. I mean, when are we going to start seeing Louis Vuitton at TJ Maxx? Girl, soon, soon, soon. So then, a four thousand dollar purse or a three thousand dollar purse is no longer a status symbol. So then do we have to start buying things for $7,000 and $8,000? Like, at what point do we say?
1: I don't think, I don't, I don't, I think price point is a really good way to keep people out, is to kind of, like, gatekeep. But I think what you're going to see more of in the future is, like, you have to spend, like Birkin does, right? You have to spend minimum $40,000 with us before you can get one of our purses. So you better be out here buying belts, wallets. Yeah, but I'm talking for the everyday person. I'm talking for the person that I see at Walmart. Right, but that's that's what I'm saying. I think designers, they're going to stop raising oh. the price point and now make it okay, super exclusive. You have to meet the price point of our other you know commonplace stuff and then once you buy once we have you on record as spending because that's what Birkin does tell me how it works I don't I don't know these things if you want a Birkin bag you have to go and spend some absurd amount of money with Birkin and then they invite you to get a Birkin and you don't get to choose what you get what you get like you might want a black Birkin but they're gonna send you like a hot pink alligator one and you just deal with it so what other
0: what other things does
1: Birkin carry that's a great question. So the Birkin bag is... Birkin is the designer. It's right. A, it's an Hermes bag. Right. So I guess you have to spend all that money at Hermes on like belts and... Gotcha. You know, stuff like that. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. If you know... Let me Google. Make sure. Because I sure hit would the hate to be talking on the internet. Hit the Googles, baby. And be talking out of my damn neck. Sounded dumb. But... T- 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 And I'm really desperate for engagement. So sometimes I'll just say some wrong stuff just so you guys can talk to me <laughs> and tell me how wrong I am. I need friends. Uh huh. Yes. Yeah, so it's Hermes. Like I said, uh, the hyper, hyper limited supply and pent-up demand have created a robust resale market yeah you can resell your 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 birkin for like 30 grand are you gonna spend 30 no i can't hear okay, <laughs> you pocket change <laughs> 30 grand if you had if you had 30 grand right now what would you spend it on furniture furniture yeah i lived in this house
0: like 18 months now girl but i, like I don't it. even have a tv in my
1: downstairs living room but i like the way you're going about it you're very thoughtful i am very thoughtful. and when you moved in here the first thing you said is i'm not throwing stuff in my house just so it can take up space yep. just to have it as a placeholder yeah you, you were very intentional and i like
0: that yeah michael and i are constantly arguing he's like you need to put something on the walls you need to put something on the walls right because my walls are like prison walls downstairs but I'm not going to go spend $200 on something at Target. Right. Well, one, because I'm a photographer, so I should be able to take a picture of something and put it on my wall, which I do. I have I th- like four pieces on the wall already of stuff that I've taken. But I'm ver- I'm going to be very intentional and calculated about that. And it's right. going to have to fit my vibe. And I'm just not I'm not going to do that. Would $30,000 help you? It would. <laughs> It would. My Cash App is it would. It would. Right? Thirty
1: thousand dollars. I, I would be happy. Yeah, I could get a lot. I, I thirty thousand dollars would get me happy. TJ. Yeah. Put our Venmo and Cash App handles on our Instagram. Everywhere. Everywhere. Support us. We should just start a cheaper than rehab cash app. Oh Pay us, bitches. <laughs> Pay us for the entertainment. <laughs> We're worth it. How's that traffic going? Are you entertained? (laughs) Pay me, bitch! How's your coffee? Are you entertained? You're beautiful. Did you think? You're gorgeous. Pay me.
0: (laughs) Anyway, if you could be anything that you would want to be that money wasn't an object, what would you be? (laughs) Besides a clown. I knew you were going to say it. fallon's dream as a child was to be a clown this is true a real clown a
1: real ass clown
0: a clown that wins awards
1: clown that type of clown like funny (laughs) haha as joe pesci would say (laughs) if you were born before 1997 joe pesci is an actor who starred in such films as my cousin vinny the Utes. (laughs) Goodfellas. Paz, attraction. Donnie Brasco. <laughs> he was
0: also in uh, Lethal Weapon 2. I, I you get hate. fucked in
1: the drive-thru. Um, Never go through the drive-thru. You get fucked in the drive-thru. I love. So Joe Pesci is actually from Jersey. And I have read, like, I've always wanted, when I lived in Jersey, I always wanted to kind of run into him because I hear it's legendary. Oh, I bet it is. Like, he'll walk, like, if you walk up to him and you're like, oh, my God. And he's like, who's your favorite actor? If you just say Joe Pesci, he'll just, like, hand you a hundred bucks out of his pocket. (laughs) (laughs) That's what the rumor is.
0: That's what the rumor is. So um, we'll be taking our first girls trip to New Jersey on the hunt
1: for Joe Pesci. Not for a hundred (laughs) bucks. Let me roll up on Jay-Z in L.A. Oh, my God. Jay-Z Z would not give us a dime. Oh, what? I'd be like, that Kingdom Come album, your best work. Give me $100. He'd be like, thank you. 1000 You know my wife, Beyonce? Do I? <laughs> I do.
0: <laughs> I do. I know her well. I asked you that question because there's an article in here about a war cor- correspondent who visited visits Gaza and I think that you and I've had this conversation before that like magazines have real articles in it like real articles it's not just about JLo and her 50th marriage and like Chanel and Birkin bags like they have real hard-hitting journalism which surprised me when I became an adult and got past all of the uh, ads because I'm all about the ads Um, but I would be I would totally be like um, a travel all war correspondent photographer type person. Journalist. Journalism was like something I always wanted to do as a kid. And so I think that I, um, think he- I would
1: totally be, give me a camera and put me in a war zone. Girl, I think you would be phenomenal at investigative journalism. Yeah. For sure. You know, I mean... <laughs> You have a podcast studio in your house. You should start a separate podcast just for like hard-hitting investigative hard-hitting journalism. Hard-hitting investigative journalism. Like? With Tiffany. <laughs> the blonde bombshell. I want to hear your inside affair
0: voice. <laughs> My inside affair. Um, give me an example. Give me an example.
1: Like, what's, what's a hard-hitting story like, right now? Um, J-Lo, is she addicted to wearing wedding dresses? Mm-hmm. Or is she truly in love? You decide. Today on the show. <laughs> We will be talking about Jennifer Lopez and her addiction
0: to wedding dresses. I does she just love to wear them? Is it a part of who she is?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Does she desire more husbands? Will this last with her and Ben? I is want- J Lo really J Ho?
1: Amen. <laughs> I say, you get it yeah. how you live. Go,
0: go, go, Jenny. There's a movie called The Bang Bang Club, and it's about this group of war photographers uh-huh. in, the, during, in South Africa during the apartheid.
1: Or apartheid?
0: Apartheid, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, it's the story about the. Do, did you ever see that? It's a Pulitzer Prize winning photograph of when Ethiopia was going through their famine, and it's like a little kid, and it's he's like crouched down, and the vulture is like starting to.
1: Come upon no. this child. Because, did Annie Leibowitz take the picture? No, it wasn't Annie. Because if, was if if she did, then she could absolutely tell the queen to take that <laughs> shit <laughs> off.
0: But it was this guy, part of this Bang Bang Club, and they they were in war torn Africa during this time, wow. taking photos on film, the to- a film camera. Wow. That were showing the entire world what was happening over there when nobody wanted to open their eyes and see what was actually happening. And so I saw that movie and I was like send me. Yeah. I would totally do that yeah. because I'm all about the story and the pictures and you know when Black Lives Matter George Floyd stuff was here I was like downtown in the middle of the riots like right. I was like send me put me on a plane send
1: me to where Send me. I want right. to be there. Yeah, I think with the way I mean <laughs> Rupert, Rupert Murdoch has killed media. Uh, does he own Spotify? Can I say that? He doesn't own Spotify, right? R- <laughs> we need Zach here to do all of our googling, <laughs> right? We need him. We need. We, we need, need him. We need. We need that. Um, but I think in the last couple decades, news reporting has become so sensationalized and i'm not saying anything groundbreaking because you know we all know there's a thousand think Mm -hmm. pieces on this but um it's become so sensationalized that even i forget what an important role journalism plays Mm -hmm. because in the last couple decades with the rise of sensationalism and just biased media reporting so much of it so much of it I, I even found myself during the last election cycle being like I don't know what's true anymore. Right? I don't even know what and and because we we've created an assault on on books in the library mm-hmm. and we've created a, a war against scientists and mm-hmm. a war against social media. So so like yeah. there's all these wars raging raging and I don't know what the truth is. And we don't know who to trust anymore. And the anything. reality is that role oh, that was just my pen I'll go okay. Back the The reality is that role was always the storytellers and the journalists, right. Where are they now? Yeah, they're there, but I think they're
0: buried, right? They're covered underneath, and it's I, just not making it to my feed. It's not making it to your feed yeah and and I think that you we have to go looking for that, whereas before it was presented us, like I remember my grandfather getting the morning paper and the evening paper, right, like that was a thing like right. that was. Like Here we get it by the second, right. but he got it twice a day, get the news from the morning, and then the mo- the news in the evening. Um, I think that journalism s- still plays that role, but I think that because it's become so tainted.
1: So profitable. And profitable, yeah. It's become so prof- profitable that there's really no accountability. Right. The accountability is to the money, guys. Do you know when I learned
0: learned the shift in all of that was when baltimore was set on fire really in the obama administration because the news outlets were reporting all of these things were happening and people that were there Mm -hmm. had twitter and they were calling these people out and saying that's not what's happening that what you're saying is a lie right i'm going to show you a picture of what's in front of me right now right and so that's when i think people started saying
1: Shit, I can't trust anybody. Right, like who do I trust? Right, who do I trust? Mm -hmm. I remember um, even with the war in Ukraine, Mm. I I realized when the war in Ukraine started that I have abandoned all news media. I even I used to just only display like NPR, but even I just feel like that's become so stigmatized, you know? Because I or the Associated Press, right? I would go straight to the Associated Press. But then I even realized that, you know, that really, that doesn't always vet everything Mm -hmm. as, girl, I get all my news from Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. I just want to see who's on the ground, who's there. And that's how I was. I'm not in the military anymore because my role in the military, I, you know, I was different. I was able to get more real time information that was Mm -hmm. less biased. Right. uh, You know, just factual only. Um, but now that I don't have that, I just go to TikTok. Yeah. I go to the Instagram lives. I yeah. go to Twitter feeds. I just want to see what the people there are saying. I just do high and I just do kind of high
0: level. I just kind of want to know what's going on. Right. Um, my TikTok feed is nothing serious. So, I mean, the hard hitting news that I got yesterday on my TikTok feed is that a very well-known country star is going through reassignment surgery, but they haven't released who it is yet. Ooh. And so now there's all this speculation. Garth on- Brooks on who this no they are thinking it's billy ray cyrus this is this is the comments he
1: is pretty and his family family's and he's as hell. been
0: wearing like makeup lately and he's gotten high cheekbones lately and he has long hair lately but they're saying that whoever it is that we're going to be completely shocked like everybody is going to be completely
1: shocked at who this person 101, is 101 garth brooks if anybody wants to take me up on those Some people are
0: saying kenny chesney <gasps> some people are saying Kenny Chesney I don't know
1: why that rumor got started I mean I could see Nicole being down for it yeah she seems like a pretty open you know and then apparently I, I don't know a
0: lot about current country music I grew up very country so I know like George <laughs> Jones and George Strait and Merle Haggard like that's who I know as Turn the
1: lies down <laughs>
0: Who sings that? Is
1: that George Strait? No. (laughs) I don't know. That's not George Strait.
0: Now, I'm musical. Okay, girl. But it ain't for country.
1: (laughs) Let me tell you. Yeah?
0: You live in Texas now.
1: Boo. You
0: need to know George Strait songs.
1: Ma'am, the only reason why I live in Texas is for you. I know. Just just so you know. I I know.
0: She told me she was going to move one time and I cried. So she just abandoned all of her plans and was like i'll stay i'll be with you
1: forever what happened was
0: sorry billy that you got a job in a foreign country but we're not going because tiffany cried
1: what happened was when tiffany when tiffany cried her energy was released into the universe and all the dominoes that were once set up fell over and i said guess what tiffany (laughs) you're stuck with me
0: She released it, Uh, and about three months later, I was telling her about a a job opportunity elsewhere, and she was like, "Girl, I will flip this
1: fucking table, burn your fucking house to the ground, (laughs) sell that bitch." She would. She's crazy. (laughs) She would. She's crazy.
0: What are some things that you cared about at twenty-five that you don't care about now?
1: I don't even think I live on the same planet as I did when I was really? twenty-five. Honest to God, I just feel like I woke up in a different dimension, a new storyline. Like everything just feels so weird after thirty-five. Mm-hmm. Like thirty-five has been hands down the weirdest year, emotionally, right, mentally. Like it's the same world, but it's a very different world up here. So, things that I cared about at twenty-five that I don't care about now, or um, things that you care
0: about now that you didn't care about at twenty-five. <laughs>
1: Mm, At 25, I wanted to be in shape to look good naked. At 35, it's really occurring to me that I need to take care of this because this has got to carry me to 60. So it's not so much about looking good naked anymore. It's like, oh, I want to be healthy because... The motivation. The motivation is different. The why. The why is different, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, I wore a lot more makeup in my 20s than I do now. Same, girl. I don't even... I like more expensive makeup but less of it yeah if that makes sense yeah i don't really care about makeup the way i used to um i don't know i care more about friendships than i did at yeah. 25 my friendships mean a lot to me because i don't have many it's like you and one other person yeah <laughs> but i'm very protective of those at sure. 25 it was just Well, very... you have more friends they're just in a different different parts of your
0: circle yeah
1: yeah, yeah 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 i mean uh very close if you're listening to this And you're my friend. You are absolutely that second one. Clearly, Tiffany's number one. So clearly. But you are number two, and you know who you are. That's the
0: easiest way. I love all my
1: bitches the same, I promise.
0: That's that's the easiest way we fix that problem.
1: (laughs) Did I tell you I'm thinking about politics?
0: (laughs) You did not inhale. Oh, it's legal now. We don't have to say that anymore. Well, not in Texas.
1: I didn't inhale. <laughs> I don't wear you, sees. And you really are my best friend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was very intent when I was
1: saying that. Yes, you were. The precious.
0: All right, we're getting silly. We're getting silly. Okay. (laughs) So, yeah. So, there are things that, there are things that, um, definitely change. Mm -hmm. um, What about you?
1: What did Um, you care about at 35 that you don't at 45? I don't care anymore what people think. Ah, I'm still there. Yeah. I'm still there. I I really
0: don't. I really, we talked about this on our last podcast that will never be released. Yeah. So, I think it's okay (laughs) to repeat it. Um, that I, um, I, I used to live to impress, mm-hmm. not not to please, but to impress. And I'm just beyond impressing people now. Like that's right. just not something that um, I care to do. Right. And it's been so freeing in this process as we've been creating this podcast. And that nothing that we talk about is, I wonder what the other people are going to think. Ex- except, you know. People that we know and care about. Good
1: funerals and bad funerals. <laughs> like there is such thing as a, you know, a, a good funeral. <laughs> but I, I can imagine how sobering that is to realize that one of your main motivators for so many years was just an exercise in futility. Because the reality is, is everybody mm. has different standards of what will impress them. Exactly. I can't imagine having to constantly contort like that. Yes. And that has been a that's been a struggle, actually,
0: in my photography business. Really? Because my entire, I have to convince people that I'm good enough, that my art is good enough if I want to be hired. Right. That's, so you're not really trying to impress them, but you still have to sell yourself if you want to make money off of it. You know what I mean? And And so, but it's art. Right. And I don't, you know, and you know, through the years, through the last, you know, eight years or so, I've learned- I've learned a lot mm-hmm. about who I'll work with, who I won't work with, what right. I'll do, what I won't do. I'm not your monkey, I feel like <laughs> you say. But, you know, I, I try, you know, I'm now in a position to where I just try to stay as true as I can to, like, my photography and my vision and right. what I want to accomplish and um, who I want to work with and things like that. But, you know, there, there was a time that I was just like, why am I always trying to convince people that I'm good enough to be hired? Like, that's exhausting. Yeah.
1: Yeah, especially because you have to walk such a fine line between being dis to disengage enough to where you don't feel personally rejected. Oh, girl, but engaged enough to sell. Yes, that's all. That's a real fine line. It is. It is. And girl, everything is
0: personal rejection to me. Yeah. Well, how can it not be? It's my art.
1: It's your art. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I've only had one person in the course of 10 years that is just like, I absolutely hated what you did
1: and but that one person would piss me off I still think about it and oh is it is it the time we oh, yeah yes, yes, it like, yeah it, with me.
0: it was and it was like six six years ago and it still haunts me and I even go back and look at the photos sometimes and I'm like they weren't terrible like, I would
1: like to see those photos I, I'm gonna show them to you I will be an honest yeah I'm yeah I know, well. I know you will I know you will but you know I thought that they were Tiff and I have a honesty pack yeah, we do. We 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 hold each other to honesty and we hold each other to no guilt.
0: Yeah. No, yeah, we are no guilt. Like that's I think that's one of the things that was a segue into our friendship is that we we said from the very beginning that we will be no guilt friends. And I think that that's important like in whatever friendships you have in your life um that you impose that with your friends because mm-hmm. life is hard. Being a human is hard. Mm-hmm. Shit happens. Um, and we have to give each other grace mm-hmm. and tremendous amounts of mercy in our friendships right? In our relationships in our marriages with our children. Um, it doesn't mean no boundaries. It doesn't mean that you're a doormat. It right. just means that, man, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I'll see you next week.
1: Right. I don't love you any less for that. Right. And I don't guilt you for that. Like, right right? But for me, because I, I told you, you know, full disclosure, I'm still battling with the with the desire to people please and 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 worried about what people say. And so for me, um what's been refreshing about doing this podcast with you and our no guilt thing is when I show up, I know it's because I a thousand percent want to be here. Yeah. like even today, I'm not feeling great. I probably could go home and lay down for a couple hours. But I'm here because I'm excited because this is something we're pouring our heart into. This is this is I don't know art That's that's oh, a heavy word for what we're doing. Girl, this is art. I have a book downstairs called What Art Is. It's this what, is art. Like, this is what art is. Like like J-Lo. It's whatever I tell it, it is. <laughs> whatever I want the, art to be. This is art. This is art. <laughs> but yeah, it, 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 it gives a gravity to it that yeah. I don't get with a lot of things because i'm transitioning to this point in my life where i'm not doing anything unless i want to yeah and that's
0: liberating and terrifying at the same time
1: because if i'm not doing anything is it because i don't want to do anything or is it because i'm lazy as hell yeah that's a really big question yeah (sighs) right but then there's therapist. but
0: then there's like a list of half twos yeah at the same time right. right i have to feed my kids right i have to you know i have to do all of these things right am i going to do them half-assed or am i going to do them well
1: right which you know this this podcast for me is um symbolic in a lot of ways mm. you know because um one this is us starting a business i've never been i've never run a business before two um, this is something that is requiring effort on my behalf, not because I'm guilted into it, but because out of curiosity, because I want it to work because I'm invested for whatever reason. Um, yeah, it, it does change things when you're not guilted into doing them. Right. You know what I mean? And then there's a freedom when you, when you,
0: when we do show up right, for each other, right. we do show up to do this. We do commit to doing it there's not this lingering thing in the back where right my motivation is to ple- because if you're in a guilt if you're in a guilt relationship there's an underlying unspoken motivation to please right so that you don't have to so that person doesn't feel guilty anymore right right mm-hmm. and so because we have guilt free uh, we've built a guilt free relationship for 2 years now right We're in a place to where we can do something like this and you're not doing this to please me and I'm not doing this to please you. Right. We're doing it at pure motivation because we want to. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. And we want you to send us money. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, for everybody that's listening, I am not a social media person. By any stretch of the imagination and uh, because we are starting this podcast I have started social uh, so a personal social media account go girl so you guys can watch me or listen to me stumble in real time asking tiffany how to how to do the socials because instagram is very confusing for instagram her. is very confusing for me i tried this morning i tried my hardest to post something and i just couldn't get the right pictures and it kept asking me to select pictures and i was selecting it and then i was like wait is this a post or a real or a story or a live uh look <laughs> It's too much. It's too much.
0: Yeah, but hey, we're getting all that together. We are. And we're excited about that. We're getting... So come follow us on Instagram. We're Cheaper Than Rehab on Instagram. Um, on TikTok, we're Cheaper Than Rehab on TikTok, right. which we're starting <clears throat> to build that up. It will be the Cheaper Than, cheaper than Rehab podcast.com is going to be our website that i'm working on all of our social handles yeah please
1: please leave a review because reviews are helpful yeah i'm a review person send us
0: messages we want to know if you're listening yeah you know (laughs) are we
1: talking into are we talking into the ether who's here
0: who's here like we love you whoever you whoever
1: you is hey my second best friend go ahead and hit us up (laughs) (laughs) you know who you are you know who you are girl or a boy you you, yeah you know just playing it could be a boy could be you never know you know who you are (laughs) my kids got godfathers
0: (laughs) but yeah we um we're excited about all of that because we do part of our goal of all of this is to build friendships with you yeah right we don't want to just let you peek into the friendship that fallon and i have we want to build friendships and relationships with you whoever you whoever you are Absolutely. and so send us messages right make sure us, you
1: sign up for the notifications so yeah. you know when new episodes drop yeah
0: dm us like us subscribe
1: follow whatever is Do that all is of that is that what people say i see it like you know jiggle jiggle
0: jazz hands <laughs> jazz hands clap your hands three times But we're excited. And so what we'll do with this content and for every time we do a magazine read is we're going to break this down. And we'll come up with a couple of podcasts based on some of the things that we talked about and go in a little bit more in depth and probably will not be JLo. I
1: think I think this podcast has had its fill of we've given her Jennifer. Yeah, we've given her enough. She already has so much. She She has has so so much. (laughs) She has so much. So, so much. Um, alimony. <laughs> she has so much alimony. <laughs> she pays so much alimony. Facts. Big facts. I think Big the facts. only one she might not pay is Mark Anthony. Yeah. Well, yes. Mrs. Affleck is is loaded, Mrs. so I'm sure she. Mrs. Affleck.
0: It's so romantic. It's so romantic. It's just the kind of gal I am. <laughs> hey, we love you. Thanks so much for listening.
1: <laughs> yes. Tune in to us next week. Next week. Monday. See you Tuesdays. 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 Episode's dropping Tuesday. (laughs) All right. See you later. Bye bye.